Hello, everybody. This is Lila Ray. And this is Lauren Kay. And this is Snacks, Snuggles, and Cinema. Well, thank you guys so much again for being here with us. This is our episode three. It just gets better and better, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. It gets more and more fun. Um, it's still trial and tribulations. We said that the first one, like, oh, we've met all of our trial and tribulations. No, 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 we haven't. <laughs> I, and I think the biggest thing for us tackling it is the distance. For uh, sure. And then, you know, we put out there, yeah, we have two little ones. And yes, they're, they're still little, but they are getting older. So they're in these different stages all of a sudden. Yeah. Like he'll be napping, but my two and a half year old will be up yeah. and then she'll go down for her nap, but then he'll yeah. want to be up. And he is a very big mama's boy. Yeah. Don't know if it's the teething. I don't know if it's because she's just, she's an amazing mom. She is. <laughs> but like that baby, when mommy walks in the room, it's over. Yeah. Like if I was holding him. It was completely content. We were laughing. Everything was fine. You walked in the room. <laughs> you, you couldn't handle yeah. it. So, yes, the trial and tribulations with family, me living further away, and both of us having a little bit older vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, uh, who puts the wear and tear here? And, yeah. But it'll get easier, and we will figure out a plan, yeah. and we are going to make this the best thing we can make it. Yeah. So, so we are excited to be for our Oh, third. yes. I'm We're excited, excited with what we chose. Um, we I will reiterate that it doesn't hit differently so as an adult. So different. Oh, and wow. And the relationship I obviously have, and the relationship with my children that I have. And the relationship with our dad. Yeah. Like, uh, everything is just so different looking at a... 30 but again, months. we decided to do comedies. Yeah. So we are second for the safe roll. Um, we did do Mrs. Doubtfire. Still again, Woo-hoo! hilarious movie. Has such great moments. Hilarious, but but it's a did she in the heartstrings and didn't realize that when I was nine, ten years old and yeah. just laughing to him dancing with the va- vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, like I said. The relationships we have in our own lives and like she said with our father this definitely hit us a little differently um than like she said as kids um so i'm going to give you of course our little rundown it was released on um, november 24th of 1993 it is exactly two hours They're, really yeah two <laughs> hours is is the time uh, we got our main cast of robin williams oh, and can we just for a second we miss him yes we do rest in peace i know yes. you're making even moves up in heaven but Rest in peace. He has missed every single day in our house. Mm-hmm. Sally Field, Mara Wilson, and uh, I hope you guys know that name from the 90s. Um, she's in a lot of little, uh, not little, but a lot of 90s uh, movies, some big movies. And uh, we'll probably touch on at least a couple more of those as we do this. Yes, so we keep like... Cross- I'm hoping you know that name. So, yes. um, Matthew Lawrence, Lisa Jacob... Javi, uh, really that's Fierstein or Fierstein, I'm sorry, Pierce Brosman, um, and then oh. Anne Haney, and I don't know if you remember from our second. Yes! Um, that is, uh, Greta, Greta from Liar Liar. Um, a smaller role in this one, but once again, she's still in there. It was really... And she's still just like, you want, you want to see her. You yeah. want... For me, it's the voice with Greta. Yeah. Er, Anne. 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 Anne Haney. Her voice, like, I could know that voice anywhere. I don't even need to be seeing the screen. Be like, oh, that's... Yeah, me for for my brain how I get that all going is oh that's Greta from Liar Liar and then Lauren is usually like um her real name is um so our director is Chris Columbus it was distributed by 20th Century Studios um and where to watch it now you do have to have the premium subscriptions for right. some of this 
Um, but Hulu, to, uh, YouTube TV, Sling TV, Amazon Prime Video, and Philo. And then if you have a Star subscription, you can watch it there. And then for three ninety nine, you can watch it at the Google Play Movies and TV, uh, Redbox, and then Voodoo. And I'd say anything that Robin Williams is in is worth a three, four, five dollar rent or even a buy. Yeah. Um, and then our snacks, because this movie is set in San Francisco. We're just going to do a small bit. We did uh, sourdough and Ghirardella chocolate. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, we'll run over that a little bit more towards, towards the, the end. end. But that is what we chose to do for this uh, once again because it is based in San Francisco. Yeah, we like to give you guys the snacks that we did. But then for the people who need all the details, like ADHD people like me and Lauren, um, we usually give why at the end. So, so just want to let you know. Um, the first couple episodes, I've kind of taken the reins. Um, so we are actually oh. going to switch it up. <laughs> Uh, Lila asked if she can maybe take the reins this episode, so I'm going to let her do so and uh, just kind of give my little intakes this time around. I am nervous, and if you hear Lauren kind of just jump in, it's because I've given her the signal to go ahead and take over, because most likely, I know who I am as a person, I'm probably going to have like just a complete brain block on a really obvious line or scene, and Lauren's going to be able to be like, hey, come on, reel it in. (laughs) So, but I'm going to... Let's, let's start. We are in, you just said it's San Francisco? Yep. Jesus Christ. So yes, we are in San Francisco. It opens up. It's all sunny and beautiful and you can tell it's nice and warm and well, it's wonderful. Um, no, that's not until after this. Okay. No, no. So it starts with a little cartoon and a, and a bird and you're like, I asked Lauren when we, st- I was like, do we start the right movie? She's like, yes, for sure. I was like, okay, I guess it's just been a while, but it, op- it opened up to this cartoon bird singing and then the camera as it's coming down shows that it's Robin Williams doing the voice of this bird. So it shows that he's a voice actor and in this little skit that he's singing, the bird pulls out a cigarette because it's the nineties. And that was basically what everybody was doing. And this bird pulled out a cigarette and he is so against it. And he changes the script and the producer stops him or the director stops him. And he's like, that's not what's written. You can't do that. And he's like, it's not okay to permit, to promote smoking to children. This is a cartoon. This is not, and this isn't like a Batman cartoon. This is a children's cartoon. This is like Tom and Jerry, it seemed like. Yeah. like you cannot do that and so kind of back and forth and then he looks up and he asks the producers in their little showing box you know don't you think it's not okay to do this and they're all smoking everybody in that room is smoking and then you see the director next to him he's also smoking too so it's kind of hard to have a foot on the other side when everybody is like no we all smoke it's fine so he quits he's he tells the director i am assuming director lou does the porky pig piss off lou and it's great and i was like oh there's the comic wonderfulness and then it shows um lou you know leaving and picking up his kids from school that's daniel oh oh yeah daniel oh my gosh (laughs) yes daniel is picking up the kids from school and um they're just kind of chit-chatting, catching up on the day, and find out that it's his son Chris's 12th birthday, and mom said no parties. His report card was bad enough. No parties. I think as a mom, that's 
reasonable, especially if but I mean, we don't we know we don't know how bad it was. But I'm assuming bad enough to not have a party is pretty damn bad. Yeah. But and you can kind of tell already that dad uh, or um yeah. Daniel is the fun one and goofy and silly and a little wild and he's not always kept together and you can already kind of sense that I feel like Robin Williams has a good way of projecting his characters as soon as you get to see them and he is like no party what of course we're gonna have a party it's your 12th birthday what are you talking about and um and then they they show the house and they show Daniel has gone above and beyond I feel like even for San Francisco there's a petting zoo uh, there's dozens of kids jumping on the and and dancing on the coffee tables and jumping on the couches and I mean it is wild it is chaos it is no kids birthday that I got to go to when I was a kid that's for sure um especially if mom was the one doing it all yeah. It was fun, but it was tame. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. We, but didn't, we didn't invite the whole we didn't neighborhood know. <laughs> and others. Yeah. Um, and Miranda, the mom, comes home and, oh, she's, she's pissed. She's hurt that she feels like her husband didn't listen to her out the report card. I feel like she's also hurt that her kids didn't stand up for her at least a little bit and take some responsibility of like, no, I really did get a bad report card. I don't deserve to have a birthday party. Yeah, but I, what 12 year old is going to do that? I mean, so. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys heard in our last episode, I am still getting over whatever this ickiness is. So I'm praying to God episode four, I will sound a little better, but I'm, I do have a little bit of a cough still. So I am sorry for that. Um, but yes, yeah, so you get to see Miranda come home blow a gasket she kicked the pony out yeah she literally kicked the pony not kicked it but like she shoved it out of the house and i was like that's a little much that's a little disrespectful to the pony but anyway i'm just making the a joke. pony did eat the cake though oh that's right the pony did start to eat the cake i would be pretty pissed if anything yeah. started I, I mean Miranda wasn't gonna not do anything for the first day obviously but not and the big I, I think that's automatically something that shows as well is obviously communication between right. Daniel and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if she had told him, I'm not going to not do anything, you know, we're going to do a small family thing and I am still going to have a cake for him and stuff, maybe then he could have been like, hey, but you know... We're still going to do something. We're going to do something, but no, you don't get to have a party. Mm-hmm. But when he's just being told by his 12-year-old son that mom said no parties... And again, there's nothing communicated that there's going to be something, again, a whole petting zoo in the neighborhood plus, no, not necessarily needed. But again, I think once again, that I think it's a subtle, but I think it's a way of showing already that they don't really have good communication. Maybe not even really any Any, communication. It sounds like... Communication, sorry. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's interesting, I'll say that. Um, but because Miranda is definitely a type A personality. Yeah, I put uptight. Uptight. I, I put, I put, uh, type A just because I don't know, uptight people kind of rub me the wrong way. And I feel like she's not necessarily uptight. There's just this sense of, I want it to look yeah. this way. Well, and I mean, she's an interior designer. And she's an interior designer. <laughs> so of course she's going to want everything to look Right. Perfect, essentially. Even yeah. her family. And yeah. so they get in this, Miranda and Daniel get in this 
blow-up crazy fight, and I don't really blame her, but it it does come down to um, it's over yeah. for her. Yeah. She just says it. Yeah. I, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I live in chaos. I feel like I'm not listened to. I feel like I'm... I, I just don't feel like we are who yeah. we were. Yeah. And we've grown in separate Great. ways. Yeah. And it, it does come out in that fight 14 years yeah. that they were together. Yeah. And that just, oh, that breaks my heart because my own kind of shit. I was with somebody for 11 years and that all kind of blew up. And so I just, oh, that, that fight and that whole thing. I'm just like, yeah, I feel it. Yeah. It's, it's, but it sucks when it comes out like that. Yeah. Where you've held on to it for so long. And, you know, there's this, they do try to have it not around the children, but at the same time, the kids are still there enough to hear it. Absolutely. And, you know, so Chris is the middle one. He's 12. And uh, Lydia, I would put her at 14 or 15. I don't know that they... Well, they were married 14 years. I feel like they might have gotten married because she got pregnant, and maybe that's why it's been 14 years. Right. Um, But... For me, there's that, you know, you've got, once again, a 14, 15-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son and this little 5-year-old. Oh, the 5-year-olds. Oh, my God. You know, it's over and I want a divorce and I'm just like, Yeah, ah. she just flat out threw that out there, too. I want a divorce. Like, whoa. And you can tell. I mean, they're actors, it's scripted, whatever, but you can tell on Daniel's end of it, we haven't had that conversation. Mm-hmm. We haven't. Yeah, we've had our fights, but yeah. that's never been brought up which is why i think communication again is oh yeah it's so key. none because and here he is knowing I, i'm sure he knows that he pushes her buttons and stuff because look if you're married i've been married going on 13 years i know i know my husband but there's you know. <laughs> i've only been i've only been with my fiance for coming up on four years in june and i already know like there are some nights he probably wants to smother me with a pillow yeah. but you know, again, if there's not that deep of communication, though, of, okay, it's beyond you annoying me. Mm-hmm. And here he is thinking, okay, yeah, I know her, and yeah, I don't always take her side on things, but we're good. Mm-hmm. And then here's her, no, it's over, I can't do this, I want a divorce. And him just kind of, I feel like, like you were kind of saying the, the portrayal on, um, you know, Robert Williams' face for the character okay. of that. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. I don't know what's this serious. Yeah. Um, and I do love, though, in this fight they show in 1993, the man suggests family therapy, yeah. not just counseling for the, like, the whole, let's do this as a family. Like, yeah. and I don't know a lot of guys in 93. I don't know a lot of men now, no, unfortunately, yeah. who wouldn't do what's essentially best for their relationship or their family if it gets to that point and you don't even have to go to family therapy or couples therapy because you're having problems yeah you could have a beautiful wonderful relationship and just want to continue to work on it which that's beautiful that's wonderful that's what you're in a relationship to do is to build with each other make a life make the other better or think differently or yes i'm going off on a tangent so Anyway, yes, he does bring up suggesting family therapy. Miranda says it, it's too late. Yeah. We don't have anything in common anymore. And he says we love each other. And yeah, that killed me too. Yeah, yeah, that I have that. You know, Daniel again trying to fight, and we love each other though, right? And that no response, from Miranda. But see, she never says no. 
She, she never says no, no, but there's there's that there's there's it's not even just a pause. There's just nothing, nothing said, and so <sighs> you know. <laughs> That was, and again, I and I think that's why, you know, of all the small thing, but I think that's some of why we miss William's work is because mm-hmm. I mean, he just he knew how to make you feel so much for every character he played. Yeah, and so like I said, you, I mean, just him asking, but we love each other, right? And again, just that, that nothingness no and the look on his face uh, uh, again of just no response was just like, can I hug you? Yeah, right. Can can you please? You need a hug. Um, and so the scene fades out and you see Daniel go over to his brothers. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So it, 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 I I forgot. It wasn't nothing. The answer was divorce and sorry. That's what, yeah. That was that long pause and then divorce. Sorry. Yep. So again, it's not that, I don't think it's that there's no love there. Yeah. They're just, just two different people. Yeah, it's just yeah. sometimes that happens. <laughs> um but yeah, so that 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 cuts out and then yes, they show Daniel going over to his brother's house and I love his brother yeah. just immediately. Um you show the brother with his partner, which again in ninety three, I love that they were showing a gay couple. Yeah, make it more accepting. Well fun San Francisco. Well yeah. <laughs> but, but for everybody who wasn't in San Francisco. Yeah, that's like right. we got to go well, not to the theaters. But in Indianapolis, Indiana in our own home. Yeah. It was nice to see it represented. Yeah. And yeah. still at twenty twenty three, it was nice to see it at least acknowledged that it was yeah. real and it happened. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. Um so yes, yeah, so you see the brother and the partner and he's trying to find a place to stay because He's not allowed to stay at the house. That's awkward. So, um, he won't stay with his mom. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's a great relationship there as it is, but he... Well, he's also in denial at this point. And he's in denial, like, oh, everything's... We're going to come back around. Everything's going to work out. I love yeah. her. She loves me. And, and I love how she glossed over the staying with mom, because her brother is... Ta- his brother is talking to, to their mom, obviously, and she puts out... He can stay with me, and it's not a oh no, that's okay. It's a no way. Yeah, is he staying with his mother? <laughs> so again, not sure if it's you know. Look, we we all love our mothers, and you know we can respect them and we can have them as friends. But that there's a lot of people living with them is just a step that is like nope. So it's funny for me years. though, because like that's my safe place. Like mom and dad's is one of my safe places, and, that's what and so. I said. Some people. Well, yes, a lot of people. Uh, and again, true. you're talking 93 and him being almost 40, you know. Yeah, I might have a different perspective if I was almost 40 rather than being 30. So, yeah, yeah that's that's true. But I just, I, I cracked up about that. No way. No way. Are you crazy? <laughs> um. So, yeah, in denial and then the custody hearing. Yeah. And he just, he, I have to be with my children. Um, I haven't been a day away from them since they were born. Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot of dads who can say that. Yeah. To be honest. Um, it's not like, I, I just, our parents, they worked and they did their own thing. And there was times where we got to stay places because they went and did their thing. And so not, not one night away from them in 14 years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and, and, you know, the, you know, there's probably 
some exaggeration of that because you, you got to believe who went right. to two older kids. You've got to believe camps and yeah, probably sleepovers have already happened and stuff. But I mean, I understand that feeling of. But I've been actively involved in their life since day one. Since day one, and I have been obsessed with them. Yeah, I mean, obsessed in love with them. Yeah, since they were born. Yeah. These are my like when you have a kid, it's a part of you. Yeah, like I cannot, I can't imagine. I, just, I can't imagine. Anyway, um, they, you have it. So oh, Miranda has sole custody. Right. And what ends up happening, and I, you know, I, we've never had to be in this situation, so I have no idea. My understanding of in divorce and stuff, a lot of times the father gets every other weekend. And, and I know nowadays it's like every other weekend on Wednesdays. Yeah. And I don't know rules in California, so and Especially I know it's not for a We could have looked it up, but it might not have even mattered because it's a movie. It's a so. movie. Um, but at least for the movie, he's only awarded Saturdays. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's one day, and a it's week. not even a sleepover day. No, it's, it's not like Saturdays, and then she comes at you know ten o'clock on Sunday morning. It's like you get Saturdays, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and that's that. Uh, but it is only supposed to be temporary. You know, ninety days. He just, the judge at that time, just... He oh, yeah, that. he needed to show that he was working and that he had a place of residence that was okay for children to stay at. Um, and that's why he's not able to have them stay the night, because he needs to prove that his living situation yeah. is... Yeah. And so, all he, essentially, what he has to do is be stable. For, and then yeah. they can have re re reevaluate and then most likely do joint custody. So, I yes. mean... On one hand, it seems so harsh, and then, you know, again, as it's only 59 days and there's a couple of extra reasons, and it does make sense. I was crying during this bit, so I didn't ha I didn't, <laughs> I didn't write the notes on how much time and everything, because I just, I can't imagine. So, it really, it got um, me. Um, and this, so... This is where you do meet his court liaison, Mrs. Yes. Nelmer. And that is the Anne Haney character. So wait, wait, wait. I did want to say before all that, though, they show him saying goodbye to the kids and them expressing to the children in 93. Again, I think that's very important in 93 that the children did nothing wrong and the kids never do do anything wrong. Not yeah. that we we don't know from personal experience, but friends, movies, TV shows, and, yeah. and we have our own imaginations. We can imagine how painful and crazy and I can imagine blaming myself. I blame myself for almost everything that goes wrong. So, yeah, I, I love that they took that 20 seconds and just the kids didn't do anything wrong. And then you do get a little bit of Miranda's mom and just she is cold right up front. Yeah. Uh, you can tell she never liked him, that she always thought her daughter was better or, you know, I deserved don't think she better. I a single word. And no, it's just her, her face. Her, her body language. And her face. It was just like... It was like the director ooh. told her, stand there stone cold. Yeah. And she nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then we get into the court liaison, who was Greta and Liar Liar. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny, like, oh, hey, you kind of are doing not yeah. the same thing, but like still with the lawyer stuff? Okay. Good. Yeah. Cool. Um, And I mean, and, and she is there to ensure that he does have a job and that the living yeah, arrangements Yeah, sets up a job and goes over living arrangements um, and, and they're supposed to be every Monday and Friday, Friday. evening. Yes. Yeah. And then I loved, she asked him, do you find yourself humorous? There was a time. 
<laughs> I just, I love that. I did, because it was just kind of slid in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the difference between, you know, Anne Haney's character, obviously, in this, and in that, is, is that there is almost no humor with her in this one. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, she is I very mean, serious. Yeah, this is, this is a bit more of a serious character, I feel, which is, you know, great and, and stuff. Um, and again, we don't get to see her as much. Um, but the little but bit we, we do get to see. But yeah, that you find, do you find yourself humorous and just be like, well, I guess not anymore. Yeah, okay. right. That like, just got thrown out the window. <laughs> so. Oh. I was going to take over right about that. So. <laughs> he just reinstates with her, you know, I need to be with my kids. Like, this is killing me already. Like, I need my kids. I feel like I can't breathe without them. Like, I need my kids. Um, and then, uh, Miranda meets Stuart. Stuart pops up. Stuart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kept doing that. And Lauren was like, what is your problem? I was like, he just... And when you first see him, I didn't like it because I thought it was coming from a grimy place. So I was just like, oh, well, I'm going to make fun of your name because you're... Yeah. Um, and we, we did briefly mention that Miranda is an interior designer. And oh, so right, right. Stuart has bought this huge mansion once it redone. And it's apparent that they have some kind of past. I think from um, college. From college. Which I think we kind of a little bit further yeah. along, but still, there's obviously <coughs> history. I'm so sorry. And uh, I don't know if they fully get around to what that history. I mean, obviously, I feel like, like there's they, at least a flirtation, if not maybe a couple of dates, they, and yeah. then maybe Daniel popped into the picture, or something happened. Yeah. But you can tell that there is some history. There's chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the time, like I guess I thought Stuart was going to be this gross, grimy yeah. guy. And I was like, ugh, get away from her. Yeah. Um, and then Daniel gets a job, though. Like, he's, oh, he's yeah, supposed yeah. to do. He gets a job. He and, does uh, get a job. We see, we aren't sure if it's the first night, first night with the kids. But as far as in the movie for us, it's the first night we see him with the kids in his own apartment now. <sighs> um, and he's trying his best, you know, and, and they're talking about things and stuff. And he he makes some flippant comment, and and it just kind of gets all blown up into proportion. And essentially, what's said by the littlest one, which is Natty, and she's the five year old, uh-huh. and like you want mommy to die, and he's like, no, no. Like, no. And, and then she also says, I have that one written down. She also says, can't you just tell mommy you're sorry? Yeah. And it's like, honey, it's a it's and I think adult is, problem. Exactly. And this is where grown up problems are complicated. Yes. And it's like, I know in kids' world and kids' life, of course, that's all you want is to say sorry and things get to move along. Mm-hmm. Again. Well, because as a kid, that's what you've been taught. You say sorry, you give a hug, and everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, grown up problems are complicated, though. So complicated. So, and, oof. And I do have the so good thoughts about mommy and and Daniel's reply of I'll, I'll try. try I'll try <laughs> and then I get really frustrated because you hear the honking don't honk for your effing kids I don't care how bad things are were with your ex were with your ex whatever you made children yeah you can go up to the door hey how you doing did you have a good weekend okay great see you next weekend how hard is that? Yeah. Fake it till you make it, man. Well, I, just, I honestly feel like it's a little disrespectful for your children. Yeah. So kind to, of like, oh, well, let me hurry up what I'm doing with my father right? and just rush down And to this you. was 93. She didn't have a cell phone to call and be like, hey, I'm 15 minutes away. Are they ready? Yeah. Nowadays, I guess it kind of, if you text at least, like, yeah. hey, at least, you know, I'm here or, hey, I'm going to be late or I'm going to yeah. be early because we need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 
But in 93, they didn't have that. So yeah. all you hear is the honking. I immediately get yeah. frustrated and, and flustered. Again, I, I get there's no way back then of, again, the, the technology inventions we have, but still, the respect for not just your ex, but your children. For your children, absolutely. And to not make them rush and to... Yeah. And and you didn't know what they were doing yeah. when you when you honked for them. They were sitting down eating dinner, and you can tell they were not done either. So yeah. you want them to cut their dinner early, grab their jackets and their shoes on, and get outside in 30 seconds? Yeah. No, just come inside. Be pleasant. Yeah. Well, and we find out, you know, he was... Oh, I was about to say. Oh, so the then, you know, she honks, and he's like, no, you're my goddamn yeah, kids, too. Yeah, to sit back down. Yeah, he said, tells them to sit down. You're my goddamn kids, too. And my time is my time. And she comes to the door and in this little spat, because I'd be pissed too, so in this little spat you find out Miranda not only was an hour late to drop them off, but now she's an hour early to pick them up because she feels like she has all these things she needs to get done instead of just continually asking Daniel for help. Because you guys were together for 14 years. Yeah. I can, I, Daniel would still do anything I, for I, you at this point. I don't think she would have even needed to have asked him. Right? I, I think there would have been this. You have and errands also, if a, you already need to get so much done, why didn't you call and say, hey, can they stay an hour over? Yeah. Or, hey, technically, by courts and whatever, you're not supposed to stay the night. But it would actually really help me out if... I right. can come get them at I mean, 7 in the morning. Because I know we brought up, yeah, they didn't have cell phones. You had landlines. You had I landlines, mean, right. So you, before you, you left the house, you know how far apart you guys were living from each other. Yeah. Hey, I'm leaving the house right now, which means I should get there, you right. know, whenever. But, again, it's like, if you're already an hour, an hour late dropping them up, and, like, again, and then, and then they're saying they have all these, all these errands, instead of worrying about picking them up, why didn't you do your, why are you trying to drag around three kids yeah. to do these errands anyway? Yeah, that's what, I, that was another thing. I was like, when I get to go to the store by myself, I spend an extra half hour yeah. just to myself. Yeah. Sometimes I'll take in my phone and we listen to my podcast. Just, yeah. oh, this is so nice. I, I noticed that with mom and I, when we go in, we don't have yeah. to drag my nine-year-old, my almost nine-year-old or, you know, it's like, oh. You can take a breath for yourself. You can take a breath and we don't have to rush through and... Mm-hmm. You know, and so, yeah, I just, like, I, for me, it was just so, just crazy that, okay, you're already in our grabbing them off. You know their dad has no issue being with them. It, yeah. Go do your freaking errands and then come get your kids. Like, absolutely. And absolutely. again, do not talk for them. Ah, uh, oh, yes. And I do love that Natty, the little Miss No, she is sassy. She's sassy. And she looks at her mom and says, she says, we're his goddamn kids, too. And I was like, oh, shit, you all just let a five-year-old, like, mm, okay, don't tell her anything, because she is going to just be a sassy little wonderful self. But, yeah, uh, she's she's definitely repeating, I, I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, And they, in that discussion, kind because it does fade down, it, it de-escalates. Yeah. And they conversate and you know what what are you she says she's gonna look for someone a housekeeper a housekeeper dump around the house help cook get the kids when they're home from school be there just all the normal probably what daniel was doing when he was there 
I don't or at least helping. The house cleaning. Are you well, not the house cleaning, but he was definitely there. Yeah, he was definitely present. He was definitely uh, let's play games and let's do homework. And he he yeah. was. And she, I kind of feels like foolishly leaves the ad that she's gonna run. Yes. Yeah, so, so so she's so it's the nineties. So she's gonna put out an ad in the paper, and he sneakily sees the ad and he changes the phone number. Yeah. And. No, he doesn't change the phone yeah, number. Yeah, he, he doesn't change the phone number. He changes the phone number. Okay, so he changes the phone number on the ad, and um, he's he keeps calling in about the ad, but use it because he's a voice actor. So he keeps changing his voice and making it sound different, and just being his wonderful silly self. And but totally um, leaving her like, no, I can't hire this person. And, oh oh my yeah, God, yeah. No, I can't hire this yeah. person. Like calling in is kind of like a little more crazy people or a little more amped up or like, no, I don't have any experience with children, but it's like, well, dude, I got three kids. Like, you know, experience. Mm. Yeah. I would not choose that person. Um, so this little montage goes on. It's really funny. And enter Mrs. Delphire. Yeah. And she's got this old English, English yeah. I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> old English accent, and forget what, I have this, I have, can you make me a woman? Oh, oh honey. Oh, okay, so, is it, okay, yes. So, enter Mrs. Doubtfire, and of course he has to go yeah. and show who Mrs. Doubtfire is. Yeah, like, he had this all thought out, and, and so she asked for an interview, and then it was like... Oh yeah, that that's what that's gonna need to be done if she's gonna consider hiring somebody. Um, Me, if, he, if she's well, considering Daniel, like, the presence of anybody. But yes, it, um, one thing we did forget to mention about his brother is he is a makeup artist. Oh, that's right. Yes, and he's fabulous. So this is when he goes to so his this brother. This is when he goes to his brother. I yeah, I had the note written, but um, so he goes to his brother and opens the door and his face, Robin Williams' face. Can you make me a woman? Oh, honey! <laughs> I've got you! Yeah. And um, they're doing the makeup, and his brother says, you know, let's pray. And he starts singing, and then it goes through quite a lot to yeah. become Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, yeah. I think, holy... I think, I, don't, I didn't count it, but I, I feel like we get to four to maybe even half a dozen choices before they finally land on what the looks they want. Right, because this is another montage. That they feel would be appropriate. Yes, because yes, this is another montage of Robin Williams with different wigs, different... Aesthetics. Um, aesthetics, um, different um, um, makeup. I can't think of the word. Um... And so you just see this montage of him literally being, like Lauren said, probably between four and six kind of different women before Mrs. Doubtfire is, oh, that is who it is going to be. And um, I love his brother before the scene uh, closes out and goes to the next one. Um, his brother does say, any closer and you'd be mom. <laughs> Because yeah. he asked, you know, how do I look? Or, you know, is it believable or something? And, yeah, his brother, if you're any closer, you'd be mom. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really funny. And so Mrs. Doubtfire goes to the house and the kids get to meet Mrs. Doubtfire. And I have written down bad. Oh, um, her and Lydia... Is it her and Lydia that I'll get along pretty pretty quickly? 
No, not quite yet. I don't know why you put bad. Maybe, did we not with the name? Maybe. It's Maybe a, that was I, it. I, I, I Euphigenia? Yeah, something like that. Doubtfire. But, you know, again, this is where they really go over the ages, and I, again, somehow I Yes, yes, this. yes. Uh, Natty is five, Chris is 12, and then Lydia, I'm going to say 14 because they were married 14 years. That's the only thing that really makes sense for me. Um... But she is sitting down, you know, once again, she meets the kids, but her and Miranda are really having more of their own conversation in the and, kitchen. And, I, and, I, and one thing that she, she as Daniel, but, or as this is not but Daniel kind of like, don't verbally bash the father in front of your kids. Yeah. Like, and I love I, again in 93 that that was put somewhere. Um, and I think obviously there's a little bit more of a conversation through that, mm. but of course Miranda loves her. She thinks this is going to be great, and so she gets hired. Yes. Well, he slash she gets hired. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know. Do you have the bus scene? So I have... So, Miranda, I feel like I've known you for years, which is like, uh-oh. That wasn't his yeah. intention. Um, but yes, Mrs. Doubtfire gets the job, and then um, he... She... She's waiting for the bus, and um, the bus driver. You probably have it written better than I, I do. Just, I just, I just wrote hit hit yeah, on. He gets yeah, and he doesn't know really how to feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, he kind of you know, like I said, I think again. I mean, just the sheer oh crap! Like you know, you created a character in your head, and it's your great. Head, yeah, but now you have to live that character, right. and. Of course, I don't think you take into account all that that could mean. Mm-hmm. And again, when he had to have that interview with Miranda, oh crap, now I've got to become a 60-year-old woman. Again, getting on the bus and this older gentleman of a bus driver and yes. being hit on and that, probably thinking that wouldn't have been a thing, but there it is. And just right, that face right. of, I don't know how. What am I doing? Like, well, I'm spending time with my kids is all I wanted. And, then, and now my life is opened up to... Do you also have the equipment about the heels? I do. Okay. Oh, my gosh. If I ever meet the man who invented shoes, I'll kill him. Well, and the, heels. It's, it's specifically heels. So I thought I said that. If I ever find the man that invented heels, you I'll kill shoes. him. Oh, That's why I was confused. I <laughs> thought I said heels. So, yes, he does say, if I ever find the man who invented heels, I'll kill him. Yeah. And we both wrote, why heels? Yeah. Like, I, I love them, but then... You're so pretty. And then you put them on, and three minutes later, you're like, why? Yeah, why did I do this There's, to myself? I, I, I would love if there could be... Comfortable. A comfortable heel. I just don't know. I just don't think that's very possible. Yeah. Unfortunate. But anyways, well. We digress. So, um, he's getting home as Mrs. Stoutfire from the interview. Completely forgot it was Monday night. Monday or Friday? Monday or Friday night. He completely forgot. So, Mrs. Selner is standing at his door waiting for him. But he's all decked out in Mrs. Stoutfire wear. Right. And... So he has to come up with a whole story. Another lie. <laughs> another lie. And that it's his sister that's visiting. A half-sister. half-sister because he also has an, a British accent. Yeah. So, oh, I'm a half-sister. I'm visiting. Um, let me just go and get him. Um, and then you see Daniel start taking off the face like the whole face mask and getting the hair out and just completely as fast as he can. I wonder how fast Robin Williams, like, did he have to work on that to do a fast change? I don't know. Because that is very, yeah. it is so quick. And 
um, he gets everything taken off and he comes out as Daniel and makes it look like he kind of just came out of the shower, yeah. which I was, I was thinking while we were watching the movie, like, yeah, having a wig on that long would have produced at least sweat yeah. to make it look okay. like you were <laughs> yeah. showering. And then, yeah, he just has on a t-shirt and, and sweats and makes it seem like right. he was getting out of the shower. And for some reason, Miss Selner asks for Mrs. Doubtfire to come back, back out. out. Yeah, I kind of forget why. I kind of forget why too. Um, was it to make tea? Maybe, maybe. Did she, is that what happened? So I'm trying to figure out why he she's like, "Oh, I love tea," and he's like, "Okay." Yeah. And so, but he does. He goes back and puts on all the Mrs. Doubtfire. St- no, not all the Mrs. Doubtfire stuff. He forgot to grab. Oh no! So he's trying to get into all of his Miss Doubtfire stuff, and the face masks, the, the whole prosthetic falls out of the window, and not only does he can't leave his apartment to go get it, because the owner's on his couch, um, so he's trying to figure out what to do, how to get it, and then a truck just flattens the whole face masks. At, at this point, he has on the wig again, and he's got a robe, and he's got the chest piece, because yeah. that's kind of important. And he's making the tea and trying to keep his face hidden and keep the accent going at the same time. And he sees a cake in the fridge, and he grabs the cake and just plops his face <laughs> Into the camera. It's so funny to well, me. It's, and it, I, yeah, it's just a scene. Uh, it's a classic scene. Like, if you know the movie, you know the scene you're explaining right now. Yes, oh, and it is for sure. For sure. He just plops his face in the cake and, oh, it's my face mask, darling, every right. night. And, um, and it's dripping, it's dripping from tea. his face into her tea. And, him being him, he makes a. Do you want lump, one lumps or two? Oh, it looks like you're getting two because it just falls right off his face into her tea. And I don't, I can't describe the look on her face because it's not complete disgust, yeah. but, it's but it's not a complete yeah. happiness either. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't really I, know where to place I, her face in that feel scene. Like for me, it's like just total confusion. Of right, I didn't know he had a sister. Yeah. Okay, now she's seen a little. Not right there, but okay. But this seems to be a good thing for him. As you you know, again, he has the job. He obviously has the apartment. So it's not obviously affecting him in a way that's not good. But yeah, there's definitely just this, what the hell? And I do love, though, as she excuses herself, because, you know, the face mask is melting, essentially. (laughs) Um, You see, it's a very small move, but she, uh, you know, because she's older as well. Um, but you know, this little bit of cream has fallen on the side of her cup, and so she takes it and like kind of. Oh yeah, she's just to smear it on her face. Like maybe it will work maybe for it. like a good skin cream. I don't yeah. know. Let's, so. let's just hope for the best here. Um. So I mean, that just kind of it just that that kind of ends yeah, right there, and then um, it does show him going to his brothers yeah. and getting a new face mask and um his brother oh God, i just love every line his brother has why wasn't i an only child <laughs> <laughs> well and doesn't he say don't drop this one or something like yeah don't lose this one or don't drop this one or yeah yeah um but i just love that why wasn't i an only child yeah um 
And then they show him working his other job and clocking out and becoming Mrs. Doubtfire to then go (laughs) get the kids tightening up the house. Yeah, I think this is the first official day. First official day. Right, right, right. And Lydia is against Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, At least in some form. Because I think, you know, as much as he's expressed how much he loves his kids... Yeah, his kids love him. Absolutely. And I think even Lydia's like, why can't dad do this? Yeah. You know, you, you've only got us down to one day with him. I'm hoping that one Saturday was the only time where it was really funky, you know, the hour late and the hour early. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if that's a continuous thing as well, I you like, cut my time out with him. Yeah. Co-parenting you know. is also a trial and tribulation. Like, yeah, at least for a little bit. Quarters and so right, right, and things can't keep continuing. To, like that couldn't continue to happen. Yeah. But for once happening, and then being able, yeah, you might have loudly worked but it I, out. I but I really, I really feel like you know, for her especially, it's like, and because she's the oldest, so she's yeah, had the yeah, most yeah, time with him as well. Yeah, I'm so. I mean, but yeah, there's just this, you know, because he she's a little icy as Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like you need to go take care of your homework. Like, yeah, and she just. No, we're gonna watch this and then, and then he, well, this is not fire. Um, just kind of turns that down, like, no, this is what I've said. This is what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, kind of put down this law. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting because I, I, I'm not sure Daniel was that way. Mm, I know? don't think so. You know, because the way she talked about how she always watched the show and makes me believe them, and that's what, what Daniel was, did. Yeah, and I we grew up. Um, with very much that of uh, of a de-stress time, uh, show maybe yeah two. because we are not those we weren't those kids who could just come home and do homework right away yeah I couldn't do it like my brain was already so full of everything that I learned at school yeah and I was yeah school is stressful I don't care what age you're going into school school yeah. is stressful and yeah so when we came home we got that ooh and my mom our mom could yeah. see it like okay my girls. You know, some yep. kids really do perform very well. And as soon as they get home, do your homework. And then you have the rest of the night. Not for us. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was, I think you're right. I don't think Daniel put his foot down when he was Daniel. Yeah. But now that he's got different Mrs. everything. Well, can, I think there's this need to impress Miranda, keep this job. Yes. And so I think this feeling of, well, if I let them walk all over me. And, you know, things aren't done when Miranda gets home, that I'm out. I'm, and I'm out. in my same position. Yeah. I'm in right now. Right. Uh, and as, I just want to see my kids. Yeah. Like, I love that this is all because he just wants to spend time with his kids. Uh, um, so, it shows him tightening up the house. Um, it shows he can't cook. Yeah. I was like, can't cook I, worth I, a I, fucking I, lick. My note for this is a cook he is not. <laughs> He is not. So not a good. Um, and it, yeah, they confirm it because they set his boobs on fire. Yes, he does. <laughs> they set his boobs on fire, and he he's putting them out with the with the tops, with the lids. Yeah, the, the, the pot the, lids. Yeah, and um, oh look, I one day being a woman, I'm already having hot flashes. Yes, <laughs> I freaking loved it. Um, and then he, both of us had said it. We feel like he ordered kind of a waste of a money meal because it was so fancy. But again... But then we were talking about it more and realized it was probably so fancy to keep impressing yeah. uh, Miranda. And, and, and Mrs. Delphire had always already said that she was, you know, a, like... A, a really great cook. A really great cook. And so 
really great cooks usually do a few fancy things. So, um, yeah. Um, and then you could see for a glimpse that the kids really liked seeing mom so happy because she got home and the house was clean house and they, their homework was done and the dinner was beautiful and it looked like a magazine and it was, it was wonderful to see that. Um, and yeah, you get to see her happy for Lydia. Miranda has a big old smile on her face. Um, and Lydia apologizes. Um, she misses her dad. It's been a long time since she's seen her happy. Yeah, that's, and, and that was and a little, that was really hard to hear. And, and again, you can see. I don't know what you can really see, but I, I feel like you can feel Daniel. Yes, and that recognition of oh, they haven't been like again, not not knowing as yeah. Daniel that things weren't the way he thought. Yeah, the happy he thought it was. Right, and and again, I don't. I, I think. Daniel does a very good job to not completely show that through Mrs. Doubtfire, but I still feel like it's shocked. I feel like that I, was hard. I feel like that crushed him a little to hear from his daughter that she hadn't seen her mom that happy in a long time. Not since the divorce, not since the but in a long time. Again, I, I, I and this is again why I miss Robin Williams so much because he is playing this split character and I still feel like you can still sense Daniel mm-hmm. even when he's in Mrs. Doubtfire. Absolutely. It's yeah. all in his eyes, I feel like. Yeah. He's got very emotional <laughs> eyes or he can make he's phenomenal. Okay. That's all there is to it. And, and I don't know um, if, she, if she has it, but you know, again we, 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 we talked about how that was hard. Again, you could hear that. You could tell that was hard for Daniel to hear. Um, but um, he's taking the bus again and it's the same it's the bus driver <laughs> and this time his stocking has fallen a little oh and that's so right so he's hairy and I think he thinks oh good he's gonna see this and he's gonna leave me alone nope nope the driver's like oh natural <laughs> I like that in a woman milady <laughs> and I was yeah. like no <laughs> he just doesn't know how to react like he just kind of kind of tries to cover himself I'm like no I think yeah. <laughs> This is not who I am. This is not what I wanted when I did this. You know? <laughs> and it's not like he has anywhere else to go or any time to change into Daniel to no. get on the bus. No. <clears throat> so, oh. and then um, it shows the famous vacuum dancing. Yeah. And so there's like him, a, montage, a little bit of a montage um, and learning to cook and learning to cook the lobster from Julia Child, Was which in the have- 90s, of course, you're going to watch Julia Child to learn how to cook. Okay. Hello. Um, and this is where you find out that Miranda and Stu Stuart, Stuart are, they went on a date. Uh, yeah. Because it shows the end of the date. So yeah. it shows them having a, a good night kiss. Yes. Um, and it shows Daniel flip them off. Well, yeah. not flip them off, but flip off Stuart. <laughs> flip him off through the window. Nobody else sees it, but for me, it'd be self-satisfaction at that point. Um, and then it just keeps going with the montage of um the montages to dude looks like a lady which i thought was yeah. perfect i i love that um and then this is where mrs doubtfire gets to the house and sees that his 
fancy car is Stuart. Stuart's fancy car is parked in the driveway, and he rips off that emblem, that special little emblem, the Mercedes. <laughs> yes, the Mercedes. the Mercedes. And um, but yeah, he walks in and, and stews with his kids for the first time, and I feel like on his face, you can tell there was no. I'm not saying you need to ask permission. But there was no warning. There was no, hey, Stu and I, I'm working on a project for his house. There there was nothing. Yeah. And and, and, and look, I, I understand. I mean, I don't understand because I'm not in that situation. But I, I can obviously tell that it's uh, a, a thing. And I, I can understand that, you know, you're getting out of a really long relationship. And again, she's obviously had history with this guy. And she, I think, is feeling like they are just seeing where that might lead because it does feel like they didn't the first time around right right to almost have no respect in my opinion mm-hmm. oh we agreed on this heavily not tell the father of your children that i am seeing somebody i can't even imagine he does want to meet the kids I would like that. Could you even I'm imagine not necessarily you and Rory? asking permission, but I want him to meet the kids. Could you even so imagine that though? For this you is and Rory. I I can't even imagine it. Oh god, I'm gonna start crying. I can, I can, <laughs> oh like this yeah. relationship better be my last one, okay? Yeah. Like you don't understand. <laughs> but it's just like like I said, for me, it was just I, I did feel this sense of just total disrespect of you're not even telling Daniel that, oh by the way oh, we forgot to mention Stu is played by Pierce Brosnan. Humana, humana, humana. Yeah. Oh, yes. If you know, friends, hopefully you get that reference. Oh my god. I, but- <laughs> and he is British. And so, so Stu and Mrs. Doubtfire are getting to meet, and Mrs. Doubtfire is supposed to have an English right. accent. And Stu notices. I finished her little bit about, though. Go ahead. I was just, I, again, I, maybe I'm just really insane too much, but I, I just, the total disrespect. Yeah, um, it was, I, yes. And of course there is this, Miranda had no idea that he would know, but the point that I'm trying to make is that he should have had an inkling of an idea. There should have been, it, look, again, no matter how much you don't like the person, when you are only limited at that time to, like, landlines, mm-hmm. if he has a steady job and you know this, mm-hmm. Then you know when he's going to be home, or when he's supposed to be home, or for the love of God, leave a message. Yeah, then all meals were all the rage. <sighs> all you have to do is explain this is my situation. Mm-hmm. He wants to make the kids. I want that to happen as well. This is when I feel like I have the time and it's appropriate to do so. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that had to happen. And right? he did not like it. Yeah. And he could even probably tell you, I don't really like that or that I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah. And you could have been like, I'm giving you the warning. This is what I'm choosing to do. Tough. But again... There was nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing. And it made me very uncomfortable, honestly. Yeah. So, I didn't like that. But then, um, Stu does meet Mrs. Doubtfire, and Stu notices the accent, and is like, what are you... Where, where, where are, are you from? from? <laughs> oh, I'm from all over, dear. <laughs> from all over. It's wonderful. Uh, um... And then it seems to me like Mrs. Doubtfire is trying to talk Miranda out of dating at all, not just Stu. It seems like 
because Mrs. Doubtfire is Daniel. So, of course, and Daniel still loves her. Like, that has, for me, been a parent of this whole thing of being close to the kids. I feel like he also wanted to still be close to Miranda. And See, and I take it as... And maybe this is where it gets a little creepy. I, I, and not necessarily keeping tabs on her, but just to know still what's going on in her life as well. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean creepy. I just mean, you know, with her job. And and, and they've had and, a life for 14 years. They've had a routine, most likely. If she's a type A person, that routine is locked in tight, okay? Yeah. They have had some structure. They have had communication before. They have been in love before. And I think for him, it's possibly also friendship. You know, you, yeah. had, you had to have been friends and married for 14 years. At some yeah. point, you had to have been friends. And so maybe that is also for him just the friendship of, I want to make sure that you're in a good place before anything real happens with someone else. Or maybe he's projecting and he wants to be in a better place right. before she moves on. Right. Um, but he, he, I feel like Mrs. Outfire is kind of talking her out of dating just in general. Yeah. Um, and then... Helping Lydia with the spelling, and yeah, I, I, I know I made a small comment about that because, of course, I remember spelling throughout elementary school and even a little bit of middle school, but I don't remember a Not lot high of school. high school and or middle the, school. Well, let me make a good point. For all we know, I mean, we know spelling bees oh, and stuff yeah, happens. Yeah. They, they've got like teams, like debate teams, and and they do have spelling bee champions. Yeah, and so a, maybe she was in one of those kind of situations. And that was what he was helping Lydia with. Like, I'm like, math, math? wasn't an option? Or or show Science him doing project? that with Natty. Yeah. That would have made a little more sense for me. Yeah. But Again, to each their own. But yes, it's showing Mrs. Doubtfire help them um, with their homework, and, and Lydia is spelling very hard words in my opinion and um oh Mrs. Doubtfire has to go to the bathroom yeah and so excuses herself and I don't remember how Chris catches her did he just not knock and just open he, the door I, I and then so. you know how a man pees because he is a boy so yeah. <laughs> you're like whoa and um he kind of gets freaked out um you know, he calls him, it's a half man, half woman. <laughs> and, um, he's like, what do you mean? He's and like, Lydia's like kind of freaked out, but also like, why are you so freaked out? Like, right. what is happening? It's a half man, half woman. She's not real. <laughs> and well, Daniel reveals to Lydia and Chris, it's him. Yeah. And, um, but you can't tell mom, Avi, and you can't tell Natty because she'll rat him out. Well, yeah, she's, she's five. five. And it's she'll just be so happy that it's daddy back in the house. Yeah. Enter Mr. Lundy for his new job, right? Yes. Yes. And he... Okay, so they're just they're just chatting about a show that has been going on for like 25, 30 years, and mm. everybody is bored to tears. Oh, and, and the weird interaction is because he talks about who the heck is still letting this run, and, and then it's the Mr. The, Lundy who owns Mr. Lundy is the, the owner of well, it, me, and like oh crap, well I don't have a job anymore, <laughs> and Mr. Lundy says we'll see, right? Um, and so. Then, you know, that little bit happens. Um, and then the kitchen scene between Mrs. Doubtfire and Miranda happen in asking for advice. And, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, you're at a certain age. There had to have been someone. And 
Mrs. Outfire, Daniel, comes up with a ex-husband yeah. or not no, an ex, no, but uh, a husband who got, who got hit by a Guinness truck, and that's how he yeah, departed the world. I'm sorry, I don't know why it's so funny. I think it cracked, it cracked you up as well. <gasps> so, and then, um, you know, how is you know Mrs. Outfire? How is how is it being married to Daniel and? Eventually, it stopped being funny. Yeah, is what she said. Yeah, because and she she talked about kind of as you know when she fell in love, it was it was his carefree and and his humor and and you know everybody around her was just so serious. But then, like Lila said, then it got to a point of too. It wasn't funny anymore. It wasn't funny anymore. You know, I think for her that feeling of grow up at some point, you do have to get somewhat serious. Yeah, you know, you can't. You cannot be 40 acting 18. There's just... Right. At some point, you got to grow up. And so, yeah, I, I think that was a good line for her, though. It, it stopped being funny. Um, yeah. He's too carefree. But she didn't express that she was unhappy yeah. to Daniel. Which or I, at least not in this conversation that they are having that Daniel is so, for us as viewers, obviously, like, this is killing me. Yeah. I don't want to be in this conversation. Yeah, because um, yeah, um, as Mrs. Sapphire, he asked, what did you express? It's just like, no. No. And uh, so, we, and we, we, we that in the very beginning, you know, that, that we but felt But then Lauren like, and I did pause the movie and go on our own tangent of, like, how did you expect things to get any better if you never expressed... Hey, I'm unhappy. Like, guys and women, we are not mind readers. If you are in a relationship, your communication needs to be fucking on point. I'm still working on it four years into our relationship. Um, You're working on it 18 years being together, almost. 18 years, 13 years. I don't think that that ever... I don't think that trying to be better should ever be off your to-do list i don't think that should ever be off the table but as your partner you've just said it to your husband i feel like the other day i am not a mind reader i didn't know that you wanted that done i'm sorry yeah but you know and so i think that for me and you of yes you've got to express you're unhappy you've got to express your anger you've got to do it in a healthy way (laughs) don't just go start stabbing their tires and putting sugar in the gas tank okay like take a moment and think and process yeah. But yes, express the that didn't make me super happy or that really pissed me off or like with my fiance and Lauren actually just came out and visited me for a weekend and we were out to dinner and we thought he was going somewhere completely different in a conversation and like once we got it all figured out, it's like, oh no, we're all on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, take a breath. But yeah. it was one of those like, if you really feel that way, I don't know if we can continue. Yeah. Like, well, we I, have a kid and engaged, I, but I, I don't was, know. I just having a hard time sitting there keeping my mouth shut because <laughs> Lauren's anxiety. Oh man, both of our anxiety is just written all over <laughs> our face, and I could just see it like building and building and building. And I don't know if you could see it building on me or I, more of my anger than my saying, anxiety. I felt like your frustration was my more... anger was more. But you were so quiet, and I so I knew it was your anxiety keeping you quiet. And I was like, dude, if you don't turn this the fuck around right now, we are all gonna go home, and it's not gonna be a good night. Yeah. So just, yeah. just communicate, okay? Express yeah. how I, you're feeling. I think sometimes what we lose in relationships are again, it's we've hit that five year mark, and yeah, that ten year mark, and again, I'm hitting my thirteen year mark of marriage, and. September will be 18 years totally together. You have to understand that 
you're growing. Yeah. And it does suck. You know, the growing apart does happen. I feel growing apart happens more when you, again, don't, don't communicate, talk. <laughs> communicate. And sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it does. But, you know, growing together definitely means communication. And understanding that having kids is going to be a change. Even going oh, from biggest change of not our lives. married and married for me and Rory actually was a change. It, I hope that there will be a little bit of a change when I get married. I mean, I'm not expecting my world I, to get turned upside down. Yeah. But I do feel like once there is that husband-wife title, yeah. I feel... I mean, fiancé is fabulous for me. I love getting to say fiancé. It makes me so happy. But yes, once I get to be wife or wifey, and once he gets to be husband-hubby, that's going to be amazing for me all over. You know, it's just going to be yeah. another... And I feel like putting that title on your relationship it's like that is that's yeah. the strength that's the that's, we are in this it's supposed to be the commitment yeah we are in this forever I don't want you to not be my person yeah and sometimes that does still mean work yeah actually oh, actually <laughs> I'll be a thousand percent honest it always well, means work, work. And and, so, and and people who tell you well, you shouldn't need to work at your relationship, it should just be easy as pie. That is uh, bullshit. Again, because there are couples who wow you are you figured it out and okay, but I but what hides behind closed doors? Exactly, and, and and again, for me, it's just just if you can keep in mind that you're growing older, mm-hmm. you're growing as people, things are going to change. Things are going to change you the best way to make sure that it doesn't end up changing you so differently to a person they don't want to be with or things changing them so differently that you don't want to be with them or again just completely growing apart Mm -hmm. the communication is what has to be there absolutely I'm going to be honest it's not always nice communication we're sisters and we don't even have the best communication sometimes. Sometimes. Like, yeah. I feel like we, we have definitely been trying the last couple of years to have better communication. Um, but even sometimes, I mean, even earlier today, we were trying to come outside to record and we were both standing, like how we were standing, one needed to go out the door and then the other needed to follow because we were in a tight little spot and we were both just standing there. I was like, are you going to go? She's like, I was waiting for you to go. And we, but we stood there for probably a whole minute yeah. without either one of us acknowledging one of us needs to move. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of cracked yeah. me up a little bit. Um, but yes, communication is key in every relationship. I think everybody should work on it. There are so many books, podcasts, even songs. I mean, just communication is key. So that's where we got to. Yes. Okay. So, so then there's this event. Um, I don't know if it's for Stu and his company or... Honestly, I don't even know if it's just an event or if it was just a way to, again, meet, meet the kids. The kids. But, but they- whatever, they all end up at a pool and Mrs. Doubtfire is going because that's a lot. Three kids at a pool? Yeah. It's a lot. And again, so, I think there's that starting to rely on... Mrs. Doubtfire a little bit from Miranda. Because she can trust and there's less stress and the kids, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, the kids Especially have the older ones. They're like, this they- is great. I'm so happy. This is wonderful. Um, and she has no clue what's going on. I do love that. Yeah. Honestly, like, no clue. Yeah. Um, they take him to the pool to see Stu. Again, he, oh, where's Boston in board yeah. shorts? Oh, man. And, um, 
<laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire goes to the bar and gets some kind of hammered. Well, and, and I love that she gets, well, Daniel, Daniel gets, gets bombed. Beer. Oh, yeah. Well, he gets beer. And it's like, on one hand, you go, no, lady. But I She's love an English woman, so I don't think they would have questioned I a beer. I think there was that an English woman doing it. And, I, and an older English woman, exactly. I think, at that. So there because wasn't a lot like, of... You know, a 20-year-old girl sitting at the bar ordering a beer in 93 would have been like, no, you need like a cranberry and vodka. Or a Malibu and pineapple juice. Or oh, yeah. a rum and coke. Or... A sex on the beach. Yeah. Be like, the Hamamama. Like... Where's your fufu? A beer? No. No, I don't no, no. <laughs> but becoming a... I think, I believe 60, maybe even a little bit older. Yeah, I think that's what... uh, English woman, no, ordering a beer, not that strange. But him in Mrs. Doubtfire's getup, and he sees a beautiful blonde across the bar, and he winks at her, but he's Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) The girl's face. Well, he overhears a conversation between Stuart and a co-worker. Maybe it wasn't company thing. Sorry. Um... And you know you're out here with kids and stuff, and then you never wanted kids. And I, again, I hadn't watched this movie in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And you think in, in my mind, it's like, oh yeah, this is where he's like, yeah, I'm going to be with her, and then if we get married and stuff, those kids are going to be gone. And it's like, no, I really like. No, he kids. actually really liked the kids, and it <laughs> was like, wait, 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 wait. I think there's this feeling of you want to kind of hate the Stuart character, <laughs> and there's actually nothing wrong Stuart. He's you know he's I, handsome, he's successful, he's good with kids, he's nice to the kids, he likes the kids, he likes her. He's charming. Yeah. He's not an ass. He's not pretending to be charming and then being an ass behind anybody's back. Right. He is just genuinely yeah. nice and handsome. And I'm sorry, but sometimes those two don't go hand in hand. Yeah. But this character, uh, but he does say, yeah, he does say, um, he thinks Daniel is a loser. Yeah. And he's pushing 40. Um, and he was never going to have kids, but. But he likes these kids, and but, and I and I I do want to in my mind. What sucks about that is it's obviously again evident that he's never met Daniel. He's only ever gotten to hear Miranda's side, and again, mm-hmm. Miranda's still mad. Miranda's still hurt about that whole situation. But it's like, but that, that's a little unfair that you're just automatically going to deem him as a loser when you know you've never met him. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I do understand at the same time. Like, what's well, when you're starting to fall in love with someone, you're going to believe their stories about their exes yeah. over over the ex. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to open that door. No. Um, We've got enough tangents. <laughs> but after this scene, they show him back at his job with the studio. But he's more of a janitor, I believe. Or... No, he, he um, what does he do? I know he, I think he's like essentially packs and ships all these old reels, all these oh, old. Oh, that's right. Like the canisters for the movie reels. That's, that's right. what he does. That's right. Um, but they show him in this room with, um, a bunch of little fake dinosaurs. Yeah. The- and Robin Williams being who Robin Williams is. I don't feel like this is a Daniel scene. I feel like this is Robin <laughs> Williams being Robin Williams. <laughs> Goes in and gets these little dinosaurs and starts talking with them and making voices and ah! and it's wonderful it's great to also see him have that childlike spirit in him that's why i said i feel like it's just a robin williams scene it's not him acting it's just him like i feel like they were like hey we're gonna put out these dinosaurs you go do your thing yeah probably and 
So, uh, but he's playing with the dinosaurs and he's doing these voices and he's, you know, and Mr. Lundy walks in and, um, Mr. Lundy really liked what he was doing and told him that he's going to take off that show that was going on for 25 years and just nobody's watching anymore and wants to set up a dinner meeting and, and pick his brain on some yeah, ideas. He ideas. Yeah, And just, oh, wonderful. Daniel finally feels like he's going to get his life together. And then he starts realizing maybe he made Mrs. Doubtfire a little too good um, because then... It's Miranda's birthday that Friday, and that's the same day that Mr. Lundy wants to meet him for this let-me-pick-your-brain meeting, and maybe it turned into something. Oh. And Stuart was the one that was like, you should be there. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, to Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. obviously. Um, and this, I don't, again, Stuart has no idea this is Daniel, so this is not being sneaky. Yeah, no, he's just this being is... nice and kind, and, right. well, you've become kind of part of the family now, and it's going to be a family dinner, and kids are going to be there, so yeah, why don't you go ahead and come along? And of course, Lydia and Chris are like, this is great! Yes, I love this! Yeah. And the only problem is, and my thing is, is how did you forget your wife's, even ex-wife's birthday? But I digress. Um, I don't think that it was forgetting the ex-wife's birthday. He knew damn well as Daniel. He'd never be included in that. Right, 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 right. Okay, that makes a lot, <laughs> a lot more sense. Also, they show um, Daniel being still a little not okay with the dating. Um, but Miranda's a birthday dinner while meeting with Mr. Lundy. And it's the same restaurant at the same Time. Same day, yeah, same day, and same time, same place, like same place, just, same time. Just everything. He's like, this is, this is. I go, okay, I'm gonna make this work. Yeah. And so they show him getting to the restaurant with the family as Mrs. Doubtfire, and blew my mind because I haven't heard this in forever. But they asked him, smoking or non-smoking? What? I know. <laughs> I know. What? There's, there was, there was, there was, hey, kids, if you didn't know, you could smoke inside. Yeah. And you could smoke on planes. You could yeah. smoke in hospitals. You could smoke really wherever the fuck you wanted to smoke until this time, I would say, like, eight ladies, early 90s was starting to be the non-smoking smoking section. And then early 2000s was just absolutely no yeah. more smoking anywhere. I, and I, I, my, my mother is not a smoker. Right. But we had a favorite restaurant growing up. Yes. And the best seats were in smoking. Yeah. So we would go to the smoking section because it was the best seats to go to. I remember that. Yeah. Um, we almost hated when all that was available was non-smoking. And it's like, it's not because we got a bad waitress when we went to that section or anything. It just, it was a little donut shop. And so the donuts were right there in the smoking section. And it, you know, it was a little easier for them to bring you the food and your drinks because, again, everything was kind of right there. Um, but I always really found it funny because we didn't sit there because my mom was a smoker. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> we sat there because it was like the best seat in the I house. I think I would literally fall over if I ever saw mom put a cigarette to her lips. Oh uh, yeah. I think I would literally just drop dead right there. Like, uh, or, yeah. or ask serious questions like, are you possessed? What is I, happening? I would feel like dramatic would have had to have happened. And, and honestly, she I don't even just... think losing Aunt Gina would do it. Like yeah. maybe losing dad. Like unexpectedly, all of a sudden, yeah, maybe. maybe. But even that, I, she hasn't smoked in so long. I don't think that's ever going to be yeah, I don't something know. she would I pick up. But but yeah, so um, smoking, non-smoking. So he says, smoking, smoking 
because then he can say non-smoking for Mr. Lundy and because he is not a he's smoker. not a smoker. And so and he knew that about him already, so he knew he was going to be in the non-smoking section. So he's like, all right, we'll do smoking, and then I'll have Mr. Lundy non-smoking on the other side of the restaurant. And he's going back and forth, and everything, I felt like before I, everything, you know, everything is going to blow up is what I had written down before everything did blow well, up. Well, and, and so I, I have a couple of things, though. Is, is yes, of course, now he's going to play the back and forth game. That's the only thing that makes sense. Um, I, I have that small note of sure learned quick change. Yes. Like, that's what we, yes, I mentioned that earlier. Like Robin Williams had to have learned. But I mean, especially in this scene. Oh itself, yeah. It's like, yeah. Cause he does again, go back and forth. Um, but he's late with Mr. Lundy. Mm, that's he, right. He yeah. He has to be late with Mr. Lundy. Oh, that's right. And so Mr. Lundy orders him. Well, since you're so late, let's get two Ooh. double scotches. Yeah. So in my brain, that's four scotches. Yeah. And, he drinks them down, and then he's got to figure out how to go back and be Mrs. Doubtfire, and so he goes and does that, and then when Mrs. Doubtfire sits down, there's wine waiting for her, because it's a celebration for yeah. Miranda's birthday, and so, to be polite, she starts drinking the wine, and then yeah, switches and again. Orders, yeah, and well, I think ordering happens before all of that. You can tell Miranda's okay. a little embarrassed, because this is obviously a sign she's not seen of Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. She doesn't obviously understand the drinking that's happened on the other side but they again they they are ordering food and Stuart gets a jambalaya but mentions that he can't have pepper he's allergic he's to allergic it. and so um you know and again no big deal and she again is going to excuse herself but again she's been drinking a lot with mr lundy and now has had this wine and this is where she can well daniel completely forgets to change so he goes to Mr. Lundy as Mrs. Doubtfire and what the hell is going on? And so thank God he's quick on his feet because he's like, Oh, this is a character. I have like an idea of a character I have for this kind of show. And it, yeah, you know, is like, wow, you really grabbed yourself out of that one. Cause on his way. And another reason why he forgets to go get changed. Once again, isn't just for the drinking. He gets sidetracked by hearing the order number, and he goes and puts That's pepper right. in, in, the in the jambalaya. And then again, yeah, his cover's kind of blown with Mr. Lundy, but it, that cover ends up working. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. The, the cover blown, essentially, it, it, it ends up playing in his favor, again, because of his quick thinking and him being able to kind of turn on that charm that he does have. Obviously, again, Ari kind of knows um, a little bit about the voice, you know, the, the voice acting world yeah well mr lenny already knowing a little bit about the voice acting though, because oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. kind of catching with the dinosaurs so like i said that cover being blown it really ends up working out for him yeah 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 but unfortunately he um oh yeah and then as mrs doubtfire he loses his teeth that's and that's some of where she gets embarrassed because yeah she she oh I said Miranda embarrassed yeah yeah yeah. and then um well this is where as he's covering his butt with Mr. Lundy yeah yeah so he's yeah so he uses the costume as like an idea for a host for a show and then Stu starts choking because he added the freaking pepper and Mrs. Outfire had claimed that she knew Heimlich maneuver when she took over responsibility for the kids. So she is doing everything she can to save Stu and get whatever he had 
out of his throat. And she does finally do that. But because she has to keep, you know, really pulling at his gut and pulling him closer to her, the face mask comes down. Yeah. The, um, her clothes are a little ratted to where you could tell me those aren't real boobs. Yeah. Um, and so the, the, his cover is stolen and, or not stolen. <laughs> it's revealed. <laughs> and blown, real identity, obviously shown. Um, I've got to be honest, I'm not the greatest with those kinds of scenes. Yes. Uh, you mentioned my anxiety a little bit. And no, it's not anxiety. It's secondhand embarrassment. You okay. get secondhand embarrassment in those situations. And so I, I watched it as best I could. I, I didn't fully like look at it. Like I really more listened because again, it was really hard. For it me was to funny. Try. You should have watched it. It was hilarious. Um, but I wrote, you know, happy fucking birthday to Miranda. <laughs> you know, everybody leaves the restaurant. Everybody's all sad. Yeah. And, then, and this is for me, it just went and put it out there already. And like, that's the end of Stuart. Like I'm not oh, saying yeah. that, that yeah, relationship's that's, done with, but Stuart, that's all you see of Stuart after. Like, or you don't see Stuart again. Like, that's yeah, yeah. Like, done, closed. So we don't really know where it went. Um, yeah, we don't know if they had that true second chance or not. Or if that was the second chance that he went. Never that's bought. a lot of crazy. <laughs> um, but the next scene is the most heartbreaking scene for me. I was crying so... Not so much, but I was crying very hard to where I, I couldn't write yeah. notes. So I just wrote speech because they are back in court after this whole debacle and um oh god daniel fights fights for his life i feel like yeah. it's the most beautiful speech it's i need my kid i can't express it enough i need my kids they are my air they are my world they are everything to me and i can't be away from them. You don't understand. Don't understand. These are my babies. I made them. Like I brought them into this world, and I I want to be there every second that I can. And the judge, I feel like, was really harsh and mm. a little unfair. And well, because of your because Acting. you can be an actor, or because yeah, because you can. You can act your way out of almost anything. I, you know, the judge. Feel I feel like, like he was. The judge took it as he was acting just, yet again. Yeah, acting and and didn't mean the words that he was saying. And if you watch that scene, he means every goddamn word he's saying. Yeah. Well, I'm, as I'm, Robert I'm, Williams, as Daniel, and even as Mrs. Doubtfire, he means every goddamn word he is saying. And it kills me that you don't see the sincerity, yeah. the genuine, the just him being genuine, him. Like, I don't know a lot of guys to this day in 2023 that would fight for their kids as hard as he is fighting for his kids. Yeah. Like, and I, for me, why I got so frustrated, I believe this was another, we needed to pause kind of process. Um, I know my biggest thing was, so he created a character to be with his kids every day. And you felt like that was acting when he's standing here telling you, though, that I want to be with my kids every day. Mm -hmm. And I was also obviously desperate enough to change into a woman every single day to be with my children. Yeah. So, like, I, I, like, I was like, he didn't create really? that character to 
pull a funny to ha-ha Miranda. No! Just, the whole point was, like, he heard that Miranda's going to hire a housekeeper to be with his children when he's there to be able to do so. Yeah. And he just took the an opportunity. And you, as the judge, I don't believe you want to be with your kids. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. That's been um, my that's been my phrase this year. Of just, can we just start making shit make sense? Because it doesn't. Yeah. Make sense. And uh, I get it. It's Hollywood. It's scripted. But uh, there are judges yeah. like that. And it's yeah. just baffling. well. And, and he claimed that he was a danger to the kids. And I was Which, like, what is a danger to the? Because they saw him as a, a woman, and then he was a man. What? And again, though, fully knowing though that again he wasn't transitioning he, it no, was no, no, just no. a way he was to doing see it to kids. be with his children yeah. and i think that that is in a weird way kind of beautiful yeah and and I, um so, well, so I, judge I, rewards full custody to miranda for one whole year well um it, it, well it got it got switched to still saturdays but now it's supervised and he has to have testing for his behavior yeah which what the fuck yeah, yeah i just that really it hit me. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene is Mrs. Doubtfire on TV. Well, yeah, Miranda's obviously interviewing because she. Is, oh yeah, she's re-interviewing for another housekeeper. And this, the, the, <laughs> I mean, they only show one, but it's just like I'm not gonna do this. I'm not, not gonna, gonna do that. This. I'm, I'm gonna, not gonna do, do this. this. I'm not gonna do that. And it's just like, why so do you want the job? What are you going? You're gonna sit in my house for, let's say, four. You know, like possibly like a three to seven situation. No kids get off the school. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah. but at least like a three to seven situation, and right. you're just gonna sit in my house and I guess make sure my kids don't die. Like that, that's I what you're gonna do, do. I mean, I could set up cameras and <laughs> make sure that that happens. I, I mean, <laughs> and and it is funny to me because in '93, you think sadly Lydia could have just taken on that role then, but at 14, I don't know. That would have been a lot of responsibility. That was a big but, house. But too. I mean, as far as just sitting in the house from oh, three to four oh, yeah, to yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing, <laughs> and to not make the kids essentially responsible for anything. Yeah. So what am I paying you for? <laughs> and this is when yes, they hear Mrs. Doubtfire. They hear Mrs. Doubtfire on the TV, and so everybody goes to the living room and, and sees that. Yeah, they, Daniel created a whole show around yeah. something that he did just to be close to his kids, and I. I I love it. I yes. love it. Um, so because Mrs. Doubtfire is on the TV and, and Miranda saw it and so Miranda knows like, oh, you're making some serious moves here or you're really making something out of yourself. Yeah. Um, so Miranda visits Dan on set and he's pissed. Yes. He's, he's keeping, I mean, eight feet between them. Six to eight I, feet. I, I, yeah, there is, like COVID situations. Like. Seriously, I mean, in that scene, I was like, "Oh, oh, that looks like a 2021 set." Like this is, yeah, I mean, serious distance, and and um, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's so, mad at Miranda. Oh, he's so upset, and um, just him having to defend that what he was doing and and then you didn't stand up for me yeah. you didn't say one goddamn word to the judge of how good of a father i have been and have continued to be you did not say one goddamn word about my character and forget about us being a couple just me being a dad you didn't say anything she sat there in yeah silence. And, I, and i think there was something else we both touched on too it was like seriously i mean you're not going to say anything. I know you're mad at him, but 
this is not like for me it was like this is not your divorce hearing no this, this is, is your custody this, this is your children custody. and she even talks about well i was mad at you it was like that does not get to play into not when it comes to the kids you essentially just throwing him under the bus and not standing up for your how good he is for his children yeah anyways go ahead i'm sorry no you're mine um and I don't, I can't remember if she said it or if he said it, but it was, I don't want to hurt our, our children. And it was nice to finally hear the our children part. I'm pretty sure that was from Andrew, because I, I, I do think have that, kind yes. of written here that they, you know, yes, he's mad at her, but they do have, again, that good talk. They kind of finally have some clearing of the air, essentially, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, let's get back together and, and make this work with the kids, but it's that I notice how much you love our kids. And well, I, yeah. I don't want to hurt our kids. And I realize how much our kids love you. Yeah. I realize they're almost broken without you in their life every day. So they come to the agreement that Daniel just gets to be Daniel and daddy and pick up the kids yeah. and, you know, kind of get into this new routine. But he gets to be with the kids every day after school Oh, that, yeah. you know, and, and Natty says, it gets to be just us? Yeah. And oh my gosh, that just, it made me so happy. Because of the supervised vision, right? Because right. of the supervised visit. So yeah, so, um, so yeah, Natty, of course, the five year old being, it just gets to be us. Like, oh, it's just so sweet. Yeah. I love it. And then he does a beautiful family speech and it just wraps it all up and they kind well, of write so, off into um, the sunset. Well, no, he, so, you know, again, he's Mrs. Doubtfire now as kind of a show. Oh, and right. And we have a right. That's, that's what the family speech was, is, is Mrs. Doubtfire on the set being Mrs. Doubtfire and her little puppet buddy. And, um, this beautiful, fa- it's all about family and it doesn't matter if you have, um, a mommy and daddy who are together or mommy and daddy that aren't together, if you live with your uncle and aunt, if your grandparents are yeah. your parents, if it's just this beautiful speech of it doesn't matter yeah, what your situation is, you are always family. Yeah, and, and always loved. And, and again, he reiterates the very big importance of it's not your fault. Yes. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, when everything happened, obviously in the beginning with him and Miranda and then telling the kids this isn't your fault. And I love that in that whole speech, again, he reiterates of how it is not your fault. Yes. Sometimes mommies and daddies it just doesn't work the way they thought. Yeah. You know, and, and, and sadly, for especially for kids, that's as basic as you can make it. And a lot of times, that is what just As an happens. adult getting to see that scene? Yeah. Wow. That, ooh, that hit. That yeah. was... I feel like that was very important to see as a mom and as an adult. If you don't have kids, I still would say yeah. listen to that speech because it's it's wonderful and yeah. it really it's crazy the things that movies can make you feel. Yeah. It really is, but it did in that moment. I was like, I want to be closer with my family. And, I do, and a small bit about that too is, is Miranda actually catches that scene, and I think you know kind of yeah, the end and her it on the even. TV kind of coming around to finally being what almost I don't, I don't know I was like you know she finally lets everything go but just that almost peace of mind of her of it's okay like yeah. yes it didn't work but it is okay yeah and again the kids are back with their dad and that's great and we're better all the way around yeah and 
Um, again, so not, again, not this. Okay, but could they have shown Stu, like, standing next to her? Right, I don't know. Like, just to like, show, like, okay, he's at least in the house, like, they maybe bear working on... Because so, it just bothers me that there's not there's not a, a breakup scene. There's not a, yeah. I'm going to go my way, you go your way. I, I know. Uh, there's not a, okay, that was a lot, but let's yeah. see where it still goes. There, there's just this, okay, Stu was there now. Uh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm sure they probably edited out because it's a two-hour movie. So I'm and, sure there was some editing there. I yeah, know no I was mentioned that we have a hard time with things that don't get... <laughs> concluded we know we just need to like let it an go ending, okay i just like an ending. we know we know it needs to be let go but it, it is hard for us to be like so that that's just it like well in my brain because i make up my own conclusions when shit like that happens so i was like no they're gonna work on things and they're gonna have this wonderful little family dynamic and everything's gonna be fine i think so. things will be fine if daniel actually gets to meet Stu. yeah that too that too yeah Let, let's let's settle that and have that be okay you know and maybe they could be somewhat friends i know that that's crazy but in some situation it really does kind of help when the stepmom can get along with the mom or when well, yeah. you know when both dads can be a part of the kid's life and it not be this oh i don't like you because yeah. you got her yeah. like just we're here things for the kids happen. you know things happen things happen and then either you know when you accept that okay things happen and okay you got to move on okay yeah and that's i mean you know and with me not being in that situation i can probably feel like it should just be that simple again i'm not in that situation that's not right. a situation i want to be in Mm-mm. um Thank you. but i think it does help even if obviously in the beginning it's not that, if you can let it become that, all right, mm-hmm. we didn't work, we're in our children's lives, though we have children. Yes. We moved on, they're good with our children. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, again, I'm not saying that's going to happen in six weeks, duh, but I think Over if time. it can become that situation. Absolutely. I, I feel like everything will be a lot happier. Absolutely. Things will just go smoother. But again, that's just our... Yeah. That, that's if Stu were to stick around. We don't know. Stu yeah. Art. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the movie, though. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I cried a lot. Yeah. But I laughed a lot. Oh, yeah. So for me, that's then, a... I mean, and that's, again, as I opened this up and, and talked about how, you know, we had wanted to do comedy for... Um, April. Um, there are some... Why have the some, comedies we've picked be so heavy at the same time i don't think i think it's because we didn't realize it until re-watching many years later and, and like oh having our we're, own children and yeah. having our own relationships and but again this is another we do not want to turn you you know oh, don't turn, turn away from this don't turn away it's, from this movie at all hilarious. It is, oh my gosh it's, it is hilarious it is Oh my, I mean, it is. it's, it's iconic. It's Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. It's hilarious. It's got such sweet moments. Again, obviously a totally family dynamic that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Um, but yes, again, just that as we're watching things in, in different eyes, it's like, oh, okay. Right. That hit different. Yeah. Like scenes that I didn't, like as a kid, you don't cry to those scenes because you don't really know what's going on 100 percent, but yeah. now that again i'm 30 i'm a mom and now i know kind of more of what goes on in an adult relationship it's like oh my god this hurts in a totally different way yeah but still fabulous oh this movie is so good i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 
I think I'm going to stick again with a 4.5. Yeah, I'm at a 4.5 on this one. Oh, it's so um, good. Again, still a little not conclusion, but um, no, it, it just had this had the hilarity with it, though. Again, uh, I feel both, you know, the main main characters, Robin Williams and Sally Field, um, but especially Robin. I mean, you just like I said, you felt both things, even when he's Mrs. Doubtfire, when Outfire, he's Daniel. You can feel Daniel is still in there, and Absolutely. stuff. And you know, I. I love Sally Field. It was really hard to read. It's hard to watch this character. It's hard to actually be like, she's a fabulous actress in this movie. Absolutely hit. She's, she's iconic herself. But yeah, this character was just like, uh, oh, I need to watch her in something else. Yeah. This is, and there's, there's this, uh, she loves her children, of course. Of course, but that type A, uptight, nothing's going my way, so I'm going to make a fit out of it. Like, yeah. Because she... Tone it down a little. Knock out your ego a little bit. I'm like, going to throw this in there because I just kind of remembered it. You know, she talked about how she'd come home from work uh, when she's talking to Mrs. Doubtfire and kind of why things didn't end working. And mm-hmm. she'd come home from work and she'd have to clean the house and she'd have to... And I'm like, why? why? You felt like that took away from your children. So why didn't you just jump in the chaos for half an hour? Yeah. And see your kids? Yeah. And for me, there's this like, if that's how you go, why weren't kids learning to pick up after themselves? Well, and, yeah. You know, I mean, that's Natty's not, five, so like, oh, that's still tricky. But, but 12 and 14? Yeah. Come on, at 12 and 14, we were definitely cleaning up our own bedrooms. Yeah. Like, but it, for me, it was just the joy in the chaos. Yeah. Like I said, I gotta tell you, I will say right here, right now, jumping into chaos is so much more fun than standing on the sidelines wishing you jumped into the chaos. I like, so that, again, it's just kind of that kind of thing, though. Oh, absolutely. You know, again, it has to be this way before I can enjoy it. It's like, but if you had just taken the time. Enjoyed instead of. Enjoying, again, half hour, an hour of your family, of your kids, and then, okay, Mm -hmm. I got to enjoy yeah. Again, maybe you would have been in a better place with Daniel. <laughs> right. And, like, for me, I don't start really picking up until she's down for the night. Yeah. 8, 830 is when I, okay, the living room needs that little bit of pickup. That yeah. kitchen needs to be wiped down a little bit. Dishes yeah. need to be done from dinner. And then we can sit down and enjoy our night. Right. But, like, why couldn't you have waited for the kids to go to bed and then do, but she was probably one of those people that got up at five o'clock in the morning Oof. she seems like one of those people at least at how she was written i would say the character herself the character herself I just yeah yeah but it's um, like again i love sally field yeah is, yeah she's a fabulous was, and, and, and her acting is on par in this like yeah. how she was supposed to be is she she nails it yeah. it's, it's it is very good acting but there are moments of but if you would have done this yeah. Then this wouldn't have happened, and if you would have done this, yeah. then you wouldn't have acted like that. Yeah. But again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You can't change what's already happened. You can only move forward. Right. And maybe that was her. I just want to move forward now. Yeah. I'm sick of holding on. Yeah. Um. But. But, <laughs> but again, uh, it, again, I just we both rated it as four point five. It's fabulous. Um, I'm gonna circle back to our snacks. I was gonna say we chose our snacks because. It's in San Francisco. Um, I never know for sure if sourdough bread started for sure in San Francisco, San Francisco but I know it is huge. It's huge in San Francisco. San Francisco. I looked up popular snacks in San Francisco just to see, because I kind of already 
bet on doing sourdough bread. We love sourdough bread. Oh, hell yeah. And, bread in general. Um, when I put out that there was Ghirardelli chocolate, that's oh, yeah. Ghirardelli started it. Yeah, Lauren was like, do you want to do bread and chocolate for our snacks? Hell fucking yes. Are you kidding? Two of my favorite things yeah. in the world. Bread and chocolate. Yeah. Do you know me? So the the <laughs> very first two snacks to come out for popular snacks was sourdough and bread and Ghirardelli the Ghirardelli chocolate. So we were like, well, we got that. We, yeah. we were um, on the same page. We chose, though, in the Ghirardelli yeah. selection, um, we did a couple different bars. Um, and we did the intense dark with the blood orange, which was fabulous. Again, it, it, it was fabulous. If you aren't into dark chocolate, oh yeah, I would not take on the intense dark. Right? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's darker than dark chocolate. Yeah. It's it's definitely just like cocoa. I, I it's not that bad. I don't think it's that bitter, but it it's, it's bitter. It's bitter. bitter, but it but that blood orange really. There, there's a and then did we do what red wine? I believe I did red wine with a piece after dinner. I don't think I did it during the movie. Uh, yeah, I think we had leftover and yeah. Oh my gosh, that with the red wine, it pairs and, very nicely. And so we also did though because we know you know dark chocolate ended up big everywhere. Um, and so we also did the milk chocolate with the salted caramel, which was uh, delicious. And that I love that little salty but sweet. I mean, mm-hmm. caramel is always so nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. I, but uh, I'll tell you right here, right now, you can't go wrong with chocolate with me. Oh well, yeah. I like it all. I like milk chocolate. I like white chocolate. I like dark chocolate. I like intense dark chocolate. <laughs> I, I send me yeah. any chocolate, and it's gonna be gone. Yeah. And then we did do again sourdough bread. Um, we did put some cheese with it. Though. We had uh, we had to do like, something a little bit with the because I was like we can't just do bread and chocolate. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just couldn't do just bread and chocolate. So yeah. we got extra sharp cheddar and and Colby. and Colby and did our little bread and cheese and our little chocolate, chocolate. and it was yeah. really really good. It was it was really good. And so. then the sourdough and the extra sharp cheddar with the red wine later as well yeah i never Very had a nice. trying that i was like oh you didn't have a glass of red wine with 